I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. Um, here's Danielle. Hello. Um, okay, so is this like kind of based on our last episode, right? So is this in between what we said and what we're actually going to do and going to find out? Like I'm trying, I was struggling a little bit to figure out what this was about. Was this my kind of update? Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. In fact, I, I don't want to give it felt much that of way. A, I'm going to try to give uh, not give much of an update. Okay. Um, Good, because I don't think we're ready. Oh no, we're not yeah. ready. Okay. But, um, I guess I'm recording the challenge episode and doing the challenge. Sort of has you know sparked some thoughts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And um, I originally had gone in a different direction with the episode. I originally wanted to just do something about like physical affection and all of that um, because that had been on my mind for a lot of different reasons. Um, And then I was just like, uh, this kind of came to me that we were talking about love languages. Who? You and I in the, well, maybe more me, in the um, challenge episode. How I was saying, you know, I don't, want to choose right when it comes to a love language um i don't want to i don't want it to be where we are limiting ourselves on all the things um because well i'll get into a little a little bit but (laughs) i just don't want to be limiting all the things and the love languages is a huge deal and as a relationship podcast and you know a community and everything I do get a lot of messages that say why don't you do a love languages series or episode or you know it's 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 popular it's it's a big deal I I had no idea right are you surprised no right um (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what this was I never heard of it before right well and like I said I haven't read the book you obviously haven't read the book what's that supposed to mean maybe I had Well, you don't even know what it is. (laughs) So on the one hand, you know, I'm look, I'm I'm not cut out to do a love language episode in the way that it is supposed to technically occur. Right. That you're supposed to talk about which is your top one. And we'll talk about that a little bit because we did both take the quiz. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, wait, I have to get my my quiz results. Don't I need those? Yeah, where, 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 what do you mean get them? Where are they? I, I had them all. Wait, hold on one second. Would they mail them to you? <laughs> no, I, I I printed them. Yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. I just on. took a screenshot on my phone. All right, hold on one second. Okay, I got them. I'm prepared. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But um, so like I said, we neither of us are, like we're not doing this as a, this is how you go about the love <laughs> languages and this and that. Um, because my issue with it, and uh, I know that you choose one, but then there's other, you know, the, the it's which is, which do you crave the most and the second most and third most, whatever. Um, in my mind, I think that, look, I have nothing against Gary Chapman. He's the one who wrote the book. And the book was published in 1992. Before the writing of the book, Chapman began noticing patterns in couples he was counseling. He realized that the couples were misunderstanding each other's needs. So he came up with his love languages, which spells everything out and is great on one sense. But uh, the other part of me, nothing to do with Gary Chapman or anything, is like, is this where we're at as a society that we need to like we've we've come to such a place where we're so busy and we're so preoccupied and we're so complacent in in our primary relationships that we need to say, okay. I obviously am not going to get all my needs fulfilled. So I'm going to choose one that means the most to me. And a little bit, that's where I get into the whole, I think monogamy is problematic. I think monogamy is a societally constructed institution. Oh, okay. We've spoken about this before. I know, maybe it's a conversation. I don't know. That's interesting. I'm talking about in general, right? That oh. that obviously not one person can take care of all your needs. Of I don't I don't care who that person is. Um, it doesn't mean you're not in love with them. It doesn't mean you're not satisfied with them. Um, it doesn't mean that you don't love your partnership and aren't, you know, romantically enamored by them. I just mean that Again, we get one life, right? And and if we're kind of having to boil it all down and just take the the one that we feel is meatiest for us and forget about all the other, I don't love that. I don't love that solution. I want the solution to be let's try to step it up in in a lot of ways, right? And you know, life is short. Well, but is it that what this is, right? Is it, is, aren't these questions are all about how do we step it up in different ways and all different attributes of yeah. relationships? And right? Yeah, but we're concentrating. So the episode is we're concentrating on all the love languages. Okay. And what we might need from all of them. Like I said, I, I am like the Veruca salt of love languages. Explain. <laughs> Isn't she the one in Willy Wonka who's like, I want the world, yeah. I want the whole... Yeah, that's me. Well, she's the blueberry, right? She's the blueberry, yeah. yeah. And I am I am the Veruca Salt of lang- love languages. I don't want to pick one. Like, the, the isn't the dad like, Wait. pick a golden egg? And she's like, I want them all. Yeah, but why... Or pick a golden <laughs> chicken. Or I don't remember what it is. I got to watch that movie right. again. But... Wh- so you're saying... Through the, uh, you gave me these five love love languages, right? Uh, you're supposed to pick one. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm that's, confused. That's that's what you're supposed to do. 
that's what the quiz is. That's what the love languages really are. Wait. The five love, love languages. Right. You're supposed to figure out which one best, you know, that you need the most. And then just go with that. And then your partner then knows like, okay, that's what they need the most of and whatever. And, and so these oh, other, really? ne- I, I think again, I didn't get that from doing this thing again. I, I'm going to go with the, when you have OCD, right? There's a saying, um, you know, or a joke, like, you know, you'll never forget to turn the oven off if you never turned it on. Right. Like you can't make a mistake if you haven't done something like we didn't read the book. So I don't know what the premise is. I just know. OK. I mean, I know what the premise is. That's not I don't know the specifics. I've not done it. I know a lot of people who have done it. I know a lot of experts who talk about it. I've listened to some podcast episodes about it. But we're not doing it. So I want right. to do it this way. Okay. And, I, look, and, and I, I and I I I um what's the word? What's the word? Why am I losing words all the time? Um I I, I, I want all I'm couples. I'm going to let you remember your word before I speak. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just want I want all I want all couples to maybe maybe this is a great exercise, you know, to do together that like you do all the love languages. I don't know. But I think this is a conversation that needs to happen because if we are trying to fulfill as many needs of one another as we can, then I think it's important to put, you know, the same emphasis on all the syllables. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> so. No, but it's, yeah. it's, listen, it's good that we have these kinds of things, right? Like, Throughout history, I don't think people were thinking about the five love languages of you and your partner in mm-hmm. 1885. You know, like that; those things weren't happening, right? So I think it's progression, at least, that we have something now for us to be able to understand each other and what our needs are, right? Is mm-hmm. That's a good thing, right? It's progression. Don't you, don't you ever think about 1885 sex and, like, the fact that they probably bathed every like eight days and oh, yeah, all there was no the buttons and, there was and no all soap. the layers <laughs> and all the corsets and like yeah. yeah 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 like what did you did you run to the river before having sex to like clean no up? you had like the real pheromones going you had like the real smells you know like you had the bush with the real smell coming out of it right you I had, mean like, I'm all I'm all for hairs. bush and pheromones <laughs> and everything but. Are you? <laughs> I don't know. About yeah, that. I mean, sure. Do all na- I like all natural. I yeah, think it's I, good. I, to a point. Yeah, no, I like it. But anyway, I um I th- sometimes think about that and I'm sort of like, "Holy shit." You know? Yeah. Like there was no I'm going to go and use my feminine, you know. Were there feminine whatever? N- no. Right. We should do an episode on that. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, what on what? Like what the um, hell do like we know? Sex, sex through the ages and how <laughs> it was, how it got to be where it is. I want to ask you a question. Doing this quiz, mm-hmm. so I did this quiz, right? This is not something that I typically think about on a daily basis. Your five love. What are my five love languages, That's and what shocking. do I need, and what you know? Like I, I was, I've done you know these online quizzes before. I know this is a little bit like which friends are you or which you know, <laughs> you know all that stuff, uh-huh. and you answer questions based upon what you want the results to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't maybe maybe you answer answer them as truthfully as possible, but to a point of knowing what the outcome is going to be based upon each question. 
I was kind of seeing this like that, like a little bit like, well, if I answer A instead of B, it'll make me seem like I'm a better person. So oh, really? That one. No, know? I didn't do that at all. But I did think the quiz was so frustrating. It was like, it was you know, very repetitive. I mean, well, and not only that, it's like, would you rather hold your partner's hand or have him put gas in your car? Right. Like, I, <laughs> wh- I, if I hold his hand and you can't put fucking gas in my car, like, what? You know, it's, it's, it's these, I don't want to choose. And I think that the love languages um, can work in so many relationships in our life, right? Like, I think we all have friends who... We know their needs and at certain points in their life uh, where they're going through stuff and everything like we could amp up the acts of service or the words of affirmation. I try very hard to like do all the things for my friends, you know, and say the right things and do the nice things and, and all of that. Um, and I think that it shouldn't just be a romantic thing. I think that this is something and quite honestly, you know, a lot of people have very, very close, intimate relationships with their friends and friendship. Right. But d- don't you think you do all the right things and say all the right things based upon what's comfortable for you? Right. There's probably things that they think maybe are over the top, over the top one way or under the top the other way. You know, probably like, like right. oh, you know, well, Danielle's comfortable in these areas, so she's excelling over here and mm. saying the words, but maybe the acts of kindness aren't up to par because that's not in her comfort zone. But she's saying all the right things or, you know mm. what I mean? Well, I think that's also the nice thing about friendships is that unlike a romantic partner with friendships, you have different friends for different needs, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to the same friend to go out and party on a Saturday night as I, or maybe in some ways I am, but you know, as the friend who, where are you going to party on Saturday night? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know where I go on Saturday night. It's fine. Leave me out of it. It's all good. (laughs) And then, you know, for a deep discussion, I mean, I have some friends who do all the different things, but like, that's the nice thing about friendships. And I try to tell our kids that too. Like, that's why you want to have different people in your life right Mm -hmm. because everybody gives you something different but when it comes to romantic partners we're supposed to like do it all and um and a little bit you know the difference is obviously that we're getting sexually from our romantic partner hopefully what we're not getting from our friendships you know and so there's this whole other layer on top of it someone who's supposed to make us feel um physically wanted and well sexuality is separate from this all these uh what, what are they called love language yeah the love language. like that we're supposed to think about all this aside from sexuality right sexuality like, or well, well, or sex, sex. oh In, not yeah, sexuality inter- right not sexuality but sex intercourse you know mm-hmm. doing the deed you know oh my god okay uh-huh <laughs> but yeah, like sex, like the touching whole thing was about how do you want to be touched without having sex. Oh, no, I did all the sex stuff, too. But I thought this whole thing was supposed to be about I don't give a shit sex. what it's about. This is Listen, my love language. I have questions, and I answer questions. That's oh, all so I you didn't do any sex-related stuff? Yeah, who knows? We'll get into it. I mean, look, I don't I don't answer these questions like I used to, right? So Damn. I just go off the, like, you know. Okay, I can, okay. I, I can get there. It's okay. Okay. That's what she said. Um, so She did? I don't know. Right. Um, so I, but by the way, yeah, I cut you off like six times already. Uh My, my results of my love language profile were, were actually on par kind of with 
looking back on it, how I kind of feel about myself within this. So did like you what feel you the same expected? Way? Yeah, kind of. I mean, look, it's very limited and very quick and very, you know, like not, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Did you feel the same way? Um, not really. Not really. And again, I just like, I want all the things. Uh, There was one, there's one thing that, um, I mean, basically for me, uh, you can just take receiving gifts off the list. I don't give a shit about receiving gifts. Was that your last one? Yeah, there was nothing. Me too. Me too. That was the last one. And, and I think maybe in the beginning of a relationship, it means something different. At Mm -hmm. this point in my life, like, don't buy me shit. I want to buy my own shit. Right. Like we don't have money for you to buy me shit and I buy shit. Right. So I want to buy shit. No shit. Right. Yeah. And like, I, what am I buying you that you're not? I, I, I don't want it. Right. I yeah. feel like that, too. I mean, we'll get into you it. You buying me something is worse than not buying me something. Right. My I, dad used to say that to us. Don't buy me a birthday gift. I can't afford. Yeah. It. I don't want mm-hmm. you spending the money to buy. Right. me something. Exactly. And I, yeah. And that's the thing. If I'm going to spend money, I don't want to spend it on you either. <laughs> <laughs> right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what was your first? But according to the quiz. Uh, quality time. Really? Yeah. That's so sweet. I appreciate that shit. Okay. Yeah. I know you do. <laughs> what was the percentage? 33. Okay. Yeah. What was your did, second? Did you get 100% on all of them? I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, you want all the things. Like, uh, well, did you get 100% for everything? I mean, every I went through thing? the quiz and was just like, all right, I guess I'll pick this one. I guess I'll pick this one. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I was like, I, like I think I almost broke the machine. I was I I I thought, I, I, I just I, I was so frustrated with the whole I thing. I thought this was something that you thought was like important and like these questions. I was like trying to take it very seriously. Oh, that's so because sweet. Because I thought you were this was no, like important. No, I, I wanted to take it just for the fact of for the conversation and to understand God. kind of a little bit about our love like, you know, what what Gary Chapman would say are our God. primary love languages are but but you know i i don't you know i want i want the acts of service while touching while you're near me while you're telling me how beautiful i am while giving you gifts well not giving me gifts right. but like some, i don't know booking a hotel or some shit like <laughs> something like that but i you know i don't want where was your physical touch what what was your percent 23 mine was 10 damn yeah i'll explain not now, but I'll get there. Okay. But my I, I, actually, I thought that mine was going to be. Um, I thought that my physical touch would have been first. See, but I I'll explain now. So I what I just said, where I took sex out of the equation, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I get touched, I want sex. You know, like if you're if we're jumping ahead. Like I had no, this, like, two Whatever. pages yeah, later, yeah. but who cares? Like if we're sitting at a party, you know, a dinner party, like whatever. And you come by and rub my shoulder, like nonchalantly and lightly and whatever. It's like boing. Really? I would, <laughs> see, I would never know that from you. I can't be touched without thinking about sex. Like that's just, I guess the way I am. Like, I don't know. I get, if you touch me, I'm ready. Really? Yeah. I see that. <laughs> see, that's why these conversations are so because I think when you're at a party, uh, well, I'll explain that later. <laughs> okay. But um, physical touch is 10%. Okay, but yeah, but, you took but sex that, out. But I of took it. sex out of it. Okay. Because for me, all all physical touch to me in my mind is sex. Uh-huh. So I, I took that. that out of the equation. So uh-huh. now what am I being touched for? 
Like, uh-huh. I don't need, like, why do I need a massage? Or why do I need a... I do. Well, I know you, I got that too. Uh, uh-huh. We got a lot to get to. Holy I told shit. you it might be two parts. <laughs> um, all right, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. And we'll be right back. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, where were we? We're talking about physical touch. Yeah, you were saying how you didn't include sex. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. Okay. Well, now you might want to when we're talking. Right. Right. That's why I don't like my notes. Like, okay. But I, like I like to, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. Go ahead. Um, yeah, the quiz, I mean, for me, it was kind of bullshit because, uh, you know, I, again, I, I just. I'm so blown away. Like, I thought I was going to be judged by my <laughs> results. No. <laughs> I thought this was like a. Like, like a test? A, like a serious thing. Like. Like back in the day, like you would hand me like your Cosmo magazine and be like, can you answer these, the test and the <laughs> thing? <laughs> and I was be judged on every mm-hmm. answer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was one of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, it, it's more, um, no, but it's also, look, I want to I take it seriously in the fact that like I think we can use it as a tool in a different way than it's intended. And I think that, for me, also, I it, it it teaches me things of, I don't know, maybe there are certain relationships in my life where I'm not doing enough of these things. And our relationship, too, where I know that there are things that I'm not doing enough of. So it is sort of like a reminder and a jump start. And, uh, um, and it just gets you thinking, right? It gets you thinking about the little things that... Um, that you, a jump start. Yeah, that you. Twenty one years later, it's a jump start. Well, hey, uh, you gotta have fucking jump start till you're in the grave. If you want to stay married by the time you're dying. I want to be uh, like I, I mean, on the bucket list of things and experiences and stuff. We're not that deep. Like we got lots to do. So you want to keep growing until the day you die. Uh, Evolving, yes. That's, Evol- that you is, want to keep evolving. Yeah. That's a great idea. I like <laughs> that. <laughs> Why? You don't want to keep evolving until the day? No, I want... Look, I, I remember my cousin when she was getting married. She was um, and she was just engaged and she was talking to... We were, we were having like a, a bonding conversation. I was older. I mean, I was probably 20, 21 and I guess she was like 26 or 27. And she was getting married and I remember her saying to me... Um, she had just gone to this store in New York to buy like some sex toys and I went with her or whatever. And she looked at me and she was like, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. She's like, and I know this and I'm not even married yet. She's like, you're going to be married if you're married a long time. If you stay with the same person, you got to mix shit up. And I remember thinking to myself, like uh, at the time, you know, I wasn't quite as adventurous and experimental and everything. So I didn't quite take to heart what she said at the time, but I've thought about that throughout the years. Um, And I do think that there is an, and I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about experiences and changing things up and, you know, like keeping it fresh and exciting, you know, and getting out of your comfort zone again and again and again and again. And I think we do that. 
I think we do, but I think we have our base. Like, I'm not just talking about sex. No, I know that. Oh. Like, I think I know our comfort zone at this point. I think I know what we like to do and if we're going to book something, what it's going to be and what we're going to be doing while we're there. Like, but I have comfort in that. I like that. I enjoy that. Like, I, I like that we like the same things and, you know, we, we, we mix it up a little bit, not just sex, you know, you know based upon the things that we do. But for the most part, it's kind of, we know what we enjoy and we go with that. But it's different than 10 years ago. Right. You know? Isn't that circumstantial or? I mean, it's probably we're more tired. It's probably we have less <laughs> right. money or right. we spend I'm... less money. Um, I think, but also I think that, you know, the growing and changing is like we feel a little bit like we did the party thing and I'm not saying you know if a friend said to me tomorrow like let's go into the city and go dancing I'd be like maybe not tonight but let me put it on the calendar so that I can prepare right. and sleep for four well, weeks beforehand right like, but I would want to do it like for so many years we had crazy parties at our house mm-hmm. summer parties like one party of the year like mm-hmm. intense crazy, crazy. uh catered and bartended mm-hmm. and tented and phallic ice sculptures uh, yes, like, and um dunk tanks and <laughs> we yeah did, yeah we, we were like the billy stuff. madison <laughs> for adults yes yes so we did every all time our kid passed a grade we had an adult party <laughs> right mm-hmm. so we you know we we did those things for so many years and the next year it was like all right no more we're done not having it, we're not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it was even just like it costs too much or it's too much. Like we were just kind of both like, uh, it's yeah, exhausting. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like we're we're in our like it took us one year to find our place and be like, all right, maybe not so much anymore. Yeah. Well, we also had a lot more friends back then, and now <laughs> right. we have a much tighter crew. You know, like that's a way to put it. Well, it's true because I think I had a lot more friends back then, and now I think my circle has gotten much much smaller. It's much more intimate and intense my relationships. Right. But I don't. There are people that I just don't really reach out to anymore because I'm not really. I just don't have time. Mm. So, um, but yes, I think that keeping, like you said, what did you say? We're going to, um, uh, what, what was the phrase that you used? Jumpstart? Well, what was the phrase that you used about like, we're going to keep, oh, well, we have to. Evolving? Anyway. Progressing? Yeah. I just think that you have to keep things fresh and new. And, and a lot of us need that reminder a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and some of us don't realize that the other one is feeling like they need to keep things fresh and, and, you know, and do something new. Okay. So it's so a you chance wanna, to talk about it. You want to start the episode now? Yeah. Let's start <laughs> the episode now. Um, but, but oh. I, I do look, we did the episode all the way back with Wednesday Martin, who talks about monogamy and, you know, how, why it was first invented, um, created, you know, constructed in society. Right. So that, you know, there would be this sort of um, actual, what's the word? Um, institution's the wrong word because it was like back when farming and agriculture and everything. But that, you know, the men would go and do their thing. The woman would be home. They wanted, they didn't want there to be confusion about who the father was because, you, so there was a lot of, um, you know, so monogamy became a thing. And, I just feel like even though I think non-monogamy is 
super complicated in its own way. And we're so far in it. We're so far invested in monogamy that I don't know, you know, I don't really see it not being a thing. Um, But something like this to me sort of says, if we're going to be monogamous and if we're going to fulfill our passions and everything and our goals and our dreams, then we got to step it up and we got to not, we got to not tone it down and do less. Instead, we need to sort of every once in a while be like, oh shit, I need to step it up. And I think that this is that kind of a reminder. Is this maybe, is this saying like, hey, look, we need to all step it up in our relationships. And if we're monogamous, like listen to your partner's, you know, hopes and dreams and wishes and wants and vice versa. Or is it, could it be taken a different way of saying, maybe there's another way. Maybe this is not the way it's supposed to be. Maybe, you know, we're supposed to be alone for a certain amount of time. And maybe we're supposed to, you know, be together and have children. And I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not sure I understand. Spewing out of my mouth here. I don't know. Uh, Like, is this too much for some people? Are these five questions? What are the, I keep forgetting what love languages. Called. Love languages. Are they too much? Is like, is it too much to be monogamous and too much to have these five things laid out for each other and answer these questions? Like, I don't know. I think I thought I was on page with you with this thought. Like, are we supposed to be monogamous? Is that where this is going? Is that where this what is going with with these like with these five love languages? Like, are we supposed to be doing this? If we are, why are we just figuring out in 2023, let's go through these love languages to well, try to... it was 1992, to... but... Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. But um, I, I, think he was, I think he was trying to simplify... Look, I again, it's helped a ton of people, and there are people who really... really but if we all need this help... ...commit to the love languages thing. That's what I was saying thing. before. That's what yeah. I was saying before. Like, is this really what it's come to? That, you know, we have to... Um, that we have to sort of tone it down and pick one and, you know, and I think, I think the intention is, okay, well, we're not satisfied. So let's find the best way to feel the most satisfied. Right. I, I, maybe what I was trying to say is maybe this is not as natural as we all think it's supposed to be. Monogamy? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's Marriage sake. Marriage yeah, and monogamy. 100%. And, you know, it, why Absolutely. are we working so hard to have to come up with these things to try to appease each other and make right. each other's lives better right. and happier? And, you know, right. is there another way? That that I think that's yeah. kind of where I was trying to. Look, I, again, I, I'm not trying to... to I'm, not, I'm not anti-marriage, right? I'm not anti-monogamy. I'm not... I don't know what the answer is. I also know that that you know, fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. On top of that, they say between twenty and twenty-five percent want to be divorced, but just aren't in right. a situation where they yeah, can. Yeah, twenty-five percent of marriages are happy. Yeah, and I That's, think and happy is the wrong word. Right. You, you know, like content. Yeah, content yeah. or you know, joyful at times, challenging at times, whatever. But thank God, and I'm in that twenty-five percent. <laughs> I'm and, so happy. And we're still <laughs> pushing marriage, right? So it's this weird kind of thing when you're getting married. And, you know, so it well, is. Well, I mean, this, it is changing. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, yes. in the last, of look, life has changed in the last 
just 10 years in so many different ways and having kids and getting married, you know, everything is getting further and further out from even 21 years ago when we got married. Right. So like, nope, you know, who's getting married at 25 today? Who's having kids at 28 today? Right. Some people are. Yes, of course. It's not the norm. Right. And I Mm -hmm. think it's just, I think things are changing just like a lot of things are in our society. Mm hmm. But I do think that there is, it's it's a hard situation because I think there's still a lot of things that are shameful, right? If you get to a certain age and you're sort of just like, you know, uh, sexually exploring still and you're getting out there and you're not looking for a monogamous relationship, right? Even if you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and you are, are deciding that you want to, you know, you want sex in your life you want passion in your life you want uh companionship all that stuff but you don't want to be in a monogamous relationship that's that's not going to be very well accepted in society so disagree with you oh i don't and there's tons of apps out there to prove i think that i'm right i bet a lot of those people are keeping it a secret they're not out there telling their family members that they're just like you know, okay. having well, sex with different people. and Maybe you're right. And yeah. I think if we wait one generation, it's going to be 100% Okay, flipped. but there are people in the generation now who, like, want to do all the things so and will be dead. So do them. Uh, that's right? what I say. That's but all. But it's not that simple because not everybody, most people don't think like us, right? Like, if a friend of mine came to me, you know, I, I do have a friend, a few friends who've recently gotten divorced. And if they came to me and were like, you know what? I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, but I want to experience all the sex and I want to, you know, have and a the, companionship. All of the and resources are out there for you. To oh, do my it God. Today. I would be so happy and a little jealous. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hurt by that. No, don't be hurt by that. No, I'm very hurt. Are by you? That. No, because I was going to be a lot jealous. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, but but. I can promise. Look, what are they saying to their kids? And what are they saying to... Is it wrong to say, I want to go do all those things, but I want to come home to you? Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Yes. uh, Yes. No, it's not wrong. Okay. And I I have that in here also. But... um, You thought about this. I did think about this. We need to make an app for that. What? I don't know. (laughs) To go out and do all the things and come home? Yeah. Be like, and, And then it texts you like, I have to go home to my wife. Mm. Like, we're done. We had a great time. Thank you. It was wonderful. But, you know, there's somebody that I love it's at so home. so much more complicated than that. You know, there's somebody I want to go home and tell all this wonderful time that I had with you, too, because I need to yeah, divulge Leah all Carey, these things. That's what she, Leah Carey, who actually, I, I hope she's going to come on back on soon. She recently, she and her partner recently opened up their relationship. She came on and talked about it. And they go on dates and they come back and they like tell each other about it. And a little bizarre, then, but I get of it. Of course, it's very different. But then they go and they have amazing sex, the two of them, because they're so turned on hearing about these things. I get it. I get it and I don't. Right. A hundred. Absolutely. Yeah. And they don't have kids and, you know, they live in a part of the country that's very progressive. And, you know, there's just like a lot aligned for them that it makes it different you Mm. know like we live in a neighborhood where you know i just don't think that that kind of you don't know we're in a new neighborhood we don't know what's going on here yeah i don't know we we put our kids through enough i don't know that we need to speaking of which i have a question i've been i've been hearing this thing about an upside down pineapple do you know about this Mm -mm. you never heard this it's just part of your love language 
I'm, I'm, everybody's telling me about this. What? And <laughs> so. This is, has to do with our kids? No, not at all. Oh. It's about this. I don't, I don't even know what's about this. <laughs> so an upside down pineapple means you're looking for swingers. So if like, let's say we put an upside down pineapple on our porch, mm-hmm. that's an invitation that anybody who drives by sees it and their swingers will knock at our door and be like, you want a party? Stop. Yeah. I don't know that I really want just anybody off the street coming in <laughs> that, and swinging but No, 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 but us. like, like a, a friend of mine who, you know, I work with, she, her, she and her husband told me about this, she, you know, and her, they... Her husband, they were shopping at Weg- Weg- Wegmans or wh- whatever. And as a joke, he took a pineapple, turned it upside down, and was walking around the store. Like, and she was like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, that's awesome. And he's like, It's funny. It's a joke. And she's like, But they know I'm married to you. Right. You know, like, right. this is not real. Right. Like, so, like, an upside down pineapple hmm. means we're looking for a swingers or something. Yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna make my Facebook profile upside down. Profile. That's what I. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> okay, I, I had yeah, not so heard that. I yeah. had not heard that. But that is very interesting. And now I'm going to be on the lookout for upside down. <laughs> yes. But you can't just go up to a door and, and yeah. And then you know those. I was told this the other uh, this last weekend by a friend of ours that on you know, like your front porch, if you have you know those like wooden low sitting seats. Um, you put either in your backyard or your front porch and you put like around a bonfire. Like they sit low to the ground. They're made the of Adirondack wood. Adirondack chairs? Yes. If Adir- I said Adirondack. <laughs> the Adirondack chairs? I don't know. Chairs. Sure. If it's painted red on your front porch, that's another sign for we're swingers. What? I think so. No. I think that was said to No me. way. That's too, that's too <laughs> common. I don't know. I, I think that's what that was said to me. I think so. Oh There's God. a lot of shit going on yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, the world is cha- like things are changing. But uh, th- notice that they have to put like a se- secret symbolic thing out because they don't really want anybody to know what they're doing. Didn't it start with a foot under the divider door of a public restroom at a truck stop? Right? Didn't isn't that like if because you know back in the 70s and 80s when you could not be gay. That was the way to find a partner. You, If you were at a truck stop and you put your foot under the public stall in the bathroom of, you know, some truck stop in the bathroom, that was a sign of, hey, you want to party? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know about that either? Man, you don't know shit. I don't know shit about shit. Wait, I don't. God. I don't. Yeah, that's like an old, that's like the first. Huh. Wow. wow, there's a whole world out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you put your foot under the thing or tap it. I don't know, like uh-huh. whatever you do. Like uh-huh. it's yeah. Huh. Well, I'm so naive. <laughs> wow, you don't know this stuff. I, I don't. I don't know I'm any surprised. of this stuff. I, now I got to go do some research. <laughs> yeah, check uh, that out. Make sure I'm right. The red Adirondack chair cannot be because there are lots of people with red Adirondack chairs. I, maybe it wasn't red. Maybe I, I don't know. But that's what I was told. I, like okay. I don't know shit about shit. But you know, okay. somebody said it to me. Uh huh. Um. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we were. T- <laughs> All right. So definitely two parter coming up. Mm-hmm, yeah. We're not going to mm-hmm. finish this episode. Yeah. Let's take a break. We're getting there. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So one thing also I think to myself is how over the course of your life, these needs and these love languages probably change and when oh the, yeah yeah a lot yeah and what no i was thinking about that the whole time i was going through them like how my answers would have changed throughout the years right yeah because when 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 the kids were little and um you know there's there is such a thing as being touched out right physically that when you're around, when you're holding a baby all day or, you know, a toddler or your kid is just coming up to you and like touching your face and, you know, all over you and everything, there is an element of, I don't want anyone to touch me for the rest of the day. And I realize that a touch from your partner or, and stuff is different. But I think that, um, like there are times when the kids will, I'll be, really really frustrated or upset about something and they'll come up and want to hug me and I and I want to hug them but and I do hug them but it's different for me like I'm sort of just like I just want to be left alone I just don't even want to be touched right now mm-hmm. in opposed like in opposed to when <clears throat> something great is happening or Mia comes back from college you know she did that this past weekend or whatever and that kind of hug that is just like an embrace and, you know, and feels so good. I, I just think that it depends on the situation and, um, and, and the timing of your life. I mean, you giving me gifts 15 years ago was really great. Like I would have, I loved that. And I, I used to do it a lot. You, well, <laughs> as I get carried away. <laughs> I used to do it. You used to do it. Yeah. You, you did it a couple times. <laughs> a few times. I remember going away to, I think it was in San Francisco, and I bought you some like David Yerman earrings or something. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of myself. I yes, was so happy. On the trip, yeah. Yeah. That's when I went to, I was out, was I in San Francisco? Yeah. Well, I was out in California. Let's put it that way. And I went to go see um, Steve Jobs give the MacBook Air presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so excited. Like It was like going to see Guns N' Roses. I got to go see Steve Jobs. I was so excited. And I was there for a few days. So I was like, oh, what can I bring Danielle home? And I was so happy to be able to... David Yerman earrings I'm bringing home to Danielle. Mm-hmm. I did that a few times, you know, mm-hmm. some stuff like that. Well, yeah, at the beginning of our relationship, I mean, mm. our second date, I'm sure I've spoken to this to, about this when we went to Atlantic <laughs> yeah. City. And, you know, I thought you must be in the mafia or something because we're at the craps table. That wasn't a gift. Yeah, it was. It what was, was just, it? It was like, cash. Yeah, it was cash. That's <laughs> the best fucking gift you could ever give. Don't ever feel bad about giving me cash. Right. And I remember, you know, and I was like a poor college student who my roommate and I used to drive to Atlantic City with $30 between the two of us and like play dollar blackjack tables or dollar roulette all night, you know, and make that $30 last for as long as we fucking could. We didn't eat. We, you know, like we just we had no money. 
And so then the first time I went with you and I was downstairs and you started giving me hundreds, uh, it was like the biggest turn on ever. Right, I was but to you, it was a gift and a turn on. To, to me, it was like, leave me the fuck away. alone because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing I, craps and I'm winning. All fine. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Right. I will leave you alone. You can pay me to leave you alone <laughs> for sure. If you want me to leave the house, pay me. Right. For sure. I don't care. And by the way, me too. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> yeah that's okay. Yes. At this point in my life. Right. <laughs> right. Like where does alone time fit into all this? Right. Like giving your partner time to themselves. Like, is that one of the, I mean, would that be acts of service to leave yeah, me I, alone? I, I put that into this by the way. Yeah. Because that to me is a big one. Like, you know, where are you fitting in, letting them be independent, giving them space, letting them, you know, like where does that all fit in? Because that's a big deal too. Well, like here. I know for you, you know, if I give you time alone, that is in some, that's, that's huge for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'll give a teaser for the next episode when we actually do this episode mm -hmm. where the quality time where you asked me a bunch of questions, but I wanted to preface it with, first of all, like, I don't want undivided attention from you. Like, I, it, it, what, what was the question? Someone with this love language wants undivided attention. I don't want undivided attention. I like the way that we do things the way that we do. I think we both love being together. And whether that means we're together doing our own thing or together doing something with each other or having a discussion or you're on your phone or I'm on my computer or whatever. Like if we're together but doing separate things, that's just important to me. Parallel play, As, like toddlers. Is that, is that what that's yeah, called? Yeah, parallel play. Like it, to me, that's a, that's as important mm -hmm. as like being engaged and having a discussion mm -hmm. and a real committed conversation. You know, if we're just kind of you know near each other doing this different things together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think that that is. That I mean, that, that's the thing. There's all these nuances, right, about all of that. And and I mean, I think that um, I think that, that, you know, alone time is left out kind of, you know, like letting and someone pursue so their passion. Can I preface that enough? Mm -hmm. Alone time is so important. Well, and when we were younger um, and our kids were younger, really what we did on Saturdays and Sundays was we alternated alone time. Yeah. I would take care of wow, the kids. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do. And that's that was sort of that was a real act of service for us that, you know, one of us would get up with the kids in the morning, usually be me. And then I would go back and nap later on and you would come down and take the kids. And that was really that that we did that for a really long time that we just that was sort of our. That was our acts of service in a sense to each other was, oh yeah, was you know going and being with the kids so that the other one could have time to him or herself. And I think that that's super important too, like knowing when you need to let your partner just be and um, and not and kind of not not make them do any of these things, right? Like there has to be a time yeah, where there has to be some time where it's like. I'm not thinking about any yeah, of this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially like, you. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. And like, I'm doing my thing, whatever it is, whether it's productive or not. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, that's something that I, uh, 
And you too. Like, I want that for you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not just saying that. And it's different now because our kids are a little more independent now. Right. But but you will often say to me, you know, I'll always say to you, not as much anymore because I know what the response is going to be. But when you were younger, yeah. I would say, what are you thinking about? Because you'd be like so quiet, you know, we'd be there driving <laughs> or whatever. And I'd be like, what are you thinking about? You'd have this look on your face and you'd be like, nothing. <laughs> right. I'd be like, how is it possible that you're thinking like. Never what? ask a man what they're thinking about. No. You're going to be like underwhelmed by the response. Right, right. <laughs> but I can't even imagine just not thinking about anything. Like, my mind is always yeah, going. Yeah, I'm not there anymore, by the way. Like, I, I don't remember the last time that I thought about nothing. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it existed in my past when mm-hmm. I had nothing to think about, mm-hmm. where now I don't. All right, so go through your results again. Tell me what they were. All right. Because then we're going to, in the next episode, talk about those. All right. So I, I think this is, you know, the percentages are not, I could probably do better. But my quality time was 33%. And that um, was just for being together. Like none of this has, to, this is all just me and you. Yes. Okay. So 100% of our time together, my quality of time, just the two of us was 33%. Words of affirmation. So you... Complimenting. Complimenting me, I guess. Telling you you're doing a great job. Yes. 27%. Oh, wow. Well, no. Not if you do it or not, how important it is to me. That's different. Okay. Right? So so that's your second most important one. So so number one was quality of time, 33% of that's how important it is to me whether you do it or not. That's what I expect from our relationship. Right. Yeah. How sense. important it is to you. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. you do it or not. Okay. You okay. there? Uh-uh. You sure. No, but okay. okay. Words of affirmation is twenty-seven percent. Not saying that that's what you do. That that's what I would prefer. Right. That second. That second on your list is yeah. twenty. Yeah. That's and, how important. Well, it second is. and third acts of service is twenty-seven percent. Also. Physical touch was 10% and receiving gifts was 3%. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you got? So my first one was acts of service, um, which was 30%. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 30%, which is a lot, acts of service. Um, I guess that goes with the mental load and stuff. I, I would imagine yeah, that that's, course. yeah, I would imagine that's a lot of. Oh, well, that's why I was saying when I was answering the questions, it was like, what are my answers supposed to be? Right, what so yours, my maybe you should take be? yours again. <laughs> Probably. But it doesn't even matter because like when I was picking one over the other, I was sort of like, I don't, this is silly right. to yeah. me. Most of it meant nothing to me as far yeah. as. Yeah, yeah. Um, physical touch is 23%. I was shocked that acts of service was above physical touch, but also, um, but also I guess I'm not surprised. No, I'm not surprised. Right. That's what you would say. Right. Yeah. And can't physical touch be an act of service? Like fucking service <laughs> me, please. Um, quality time, 23%. Uh, words of affirmation. I serviced you really good the other night, <laughs> by the way. We're not talking about that till the challenge episode, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> words of affirmation is 13%. Really? Yeah. What? It, like 
what do I? I don't know. I mean, you want? I, I always thought you want to hear things. I do want to hear things. But, okay, but not thirteen. But I of the really time. want you to fold laundry, and I really <laughs> want you to. All right, we'll get there. Yeah. All right. This, this is so. But see, that's to me, this is going to sound like such a plug. But to me, this our date night questions, you can find out all the things you want from your partner without having to having to um, compartmentalize and choose one over the other. Right. Like I feel like with the date night question, no, no offense to the book. uh, By all means, go by the book. No, Gary Chapman's book, the five love. Listen. It is a phenomena. I mean, it is people. People love the five love really? languages. So why is our book not a phenomenon? That that makes no sense. Ours <laughs> is way better. <laughs> I don't say that. It's not a competition. You can have both. You need all. I mean, if it's something you know, but ours is more. I think ours is more interactive too. Like you're, yeah. You know, so you find out the real shit. I know. Well, that's the thing. We have a things I want you to know part where you know you really can tell your partner anything that you want or need or and you know the questions guide you but it it also doesn't make it like one thing is so much more important than the other mm-hmm. um so also so word, words of affirmation was probably my fourth because i think about certain things and i feel like in some ways rather than you look i know what a compliment is usually again unless we're in the bedroom a compliment from you is oh you look nice or, you know, you, I like your haircut or those kinds of things. I guess <laughs> more, <laughs> what? Do I still say that? I like your haircut? Or? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. But for me, it's more a look or a feeling that I get, like that I want than mm-hmm. the words. I uh, want to feel it. Yep. I want to, like to look at you across the room and have... <laughs> you be looking at me in a way that is authentic and not, you know, that I know that you're feeling a certain way. And in some ways, as much as I, I, I want to hear compliments and it does feel good, even though it's awkward and I never know how to respond to them. um, I think that the actions of a look or a touch or a, you know, coming up behind me or all of those things to me (laughs) say like a thousand times. Right. And it feels more authentic to me than a, you know, wow, you look great in that shirt, you know? Right. I mean, if you came up to, if you said to me like, well, we'll get, I I can't, I guess for the next episode. Right. Oh, I was going to, cause for me, it's kind of the same thing where when, if we have a discussion about whatever's stressing me out or like what I want you to do to help me with those things, like you say all the right things and I'm waiting for the actions, the actual thing to actually happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the same kind of thing. Like you're saying all the right things. Mm. Where's the action? When is it going to happen? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Don't talk the talk or do talk the talk, but walk the walk Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the same thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think, look, it, I think there are people who are probably natural at giving compliments. And I, with my friends, I love, I mean, I I would like to get compliments for me. Like, I think that I'm really good at giving compliments. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that I'm very honest about, you know, I don't tone it down. I, try, I don't try to make people less uncomfortable. Like, I say it 
no, you know you, how it is. You talk the talk. I t- yeah. Yeah. So um, I do think that as far as my friendships go, I think I probably am really, really good at words of affirmation. But also because you look, I don't see them as much. And when I do see them, I can't, you know, the physical can only go so far. Right. Like you can hug your friends. You can snuggle with them. You know, you got to stop short at like giving them orgasms. Well, unfortunately, no, I, d- I, I do stop at the snuggles with my friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't get to the orgasm. Right. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like there's so you have to amp it up in certain places that, you know, I, I'm not I can do acts of service, but not all the time for them. Like I can't be there and do all the things. So I think in a friendship, the. You know, the, the, the texting um, and the, you know, the texting, like, really wonderful things and um, all of that takes on an even more prevalent role than in a romantic relationship because in a romantic relationship, you can supplement it with all the physical. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I do very much believe in friends being very physical with each other, there's also, you know, a societal boundary <laughs> that you can't cross. So, um, yeah. So I think that the words of affirmation with my friendships <clears throat> are really, really important because now a lot of them live further away. What do you mean a societal boundary? Like outsiders from you and your friend or societal being like, would your friend or me think differently of you for acting a certain way with them physically? Uh, uh, I mean, probably both. Okay. What? what, what, Can you explain (laughs) that a little bit more? What? Like, are you talking about sexually? I don't know. You said there's only there's a boundary of how you can yeah you can only make them feel so good. I mean, why? Because I'll be shunned. <laughs> By who? You. Oh, okay. No, 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 not oh, just you. No, you said no. societally. That's no. what I'm asking. No, and my friend. I mean, I don't, uh, you, you know. I know that. Because I know. Because I know. <laughs> you know. I mean, maybe not, but then we're getting into a whole complicated I, territory. I I'm just saying I've seen it get pretty close. That's all. With me. Yeah. Yeah, I, it does get pretty close, but not like that. Well, don't worry about me. It's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I love being physical with my friends. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and on Ooh. top of that, here's another thing. And I don't know where this would fit in too. And this is super important to me. I love how close you are with my friends and how you like treat them and how excited you are to be with them. I, you know, all of them. Like I have friends of different ages and I have friends of... Um, you know, like I just I feel like you are so embracing of my friends, which is so awesome. And you love to be around them and you like to be fun with that. Like I just I, that to me is really, really important. And like that, I don't know where that would fit here. Is that right? You know what I mean? Like, where does that fit? And to me, that's more important than a lot of other things. Like that's really I think about that sometimes when I'm really angry at you as a, like a as a way of, oh, my God, that. If, if he didn't do that, that would be something that would be really, really upsetting to me mm-hmm. because my friends are so special to me and so important to me. And you're obviously so special and important to me that 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 connection is I just love it. It just is so great. Like, yeah. That's, well, yeah. Look. And then again, so I don't mm-hmm. know where that would fit in or how if you were just doing one, I would be able to to tell you like 
where does that fit in? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As a, you're not doing enough of that. It's not an act of service, really. It's not a quality time because I'm doing girls nights without you and stuff. Like, so it's a strange thing. Like there are a lot of, there are a lot of things that kind of don't fit. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So the next episode, mm-hmm. we are going to um, do the episode. Do the episode. Right. Well, this was we had to kind of flesh it out, right? I mean, we we, we covered a lot of stuff without yeah without covering specific. anything. Yeah, right. Exactly. But that that's kind of how it goes sometimes. <laughs> right. All right. So we are going to do a part two and get into all the nitty gritty of yeah. Um, and I think that it's a good, it'll be a good one to listen to as was this, I think, um, with your partner, whether or not you've done the love languages, because I think maybe this is a way to amp it up. Yeah. If you do not like monogamy, listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to get into that into the next episode. And it's so funny because we just turned on the TV and we were, we said we, I think Indecent Proposal was just added to like Netflix or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of them. And Prime we, or something. Yeah. yeah. And we were saying like, oh, we should watch that yeah. again. But it's kind of that idea, although not, um, of what happens when you. But it's so funny. because When was the movie released? Do you have any idea? I, it, it's got to be early 90s. Early. It's got to be early 90s or 80s. No. I don't think it's 80s. I can right. look it up while you're talking. Whatever it was. It's Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. He offered a million dollars to sleep with his wife. Right? That's a life. To, to sleep with Woody Harrelson's well, wife. Well, yes. Um, Demi, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. So, thir- 40, what is it? 40 years ago? 30 years ago? I'm looking. One of the two. Give me a minute. All right. Either way, he offered him a million dollars to sleep with his wife or have the night with his wife. And you look at it today in 2023 and you're like, all right, a million dollars is, you know, a lot of money. Who knows what's going to happen with our relationship? Who knows what's going to... A a million dollars is not a million dollars. I kind of would have countered today with like a hundred million dollars. And you can have my wife. What's your price? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Robert Redford, when he takes her out, he says to her... um, I, don't, I wouldn't share you for all the money in the world. Right, of course. So against Woody Harrelson, who just shared her for. Right. Um, what's the price? But like a million dollars today. I mean, that'll, that that's like in the payoff, you know, but not even college. But here's anymore. the thing. You I don't want to sleep with anybody who like I want to pick who I can sleep with. Like, who for, cares? I care. Yeah, fucking, hey, you have sex, whatever. You know. uh, yeah, like, so, but certain things don't interest me. I have no interest in having sex with another man. Like, I, I, I have None. no interest in you having sex with another man either. Right. So if another man came to me and said, here's a million dollars, can I have your wife for the just the night? Eh, you know, like. Would you want to be there or not be there? No, 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 no. I want more money. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to change my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to share my wife with you, yeah, but then your life is going to change so negatively. Well, but, but positively. No, because no, gifts. because it's been proven that when you get a lump sum of money at one time, as we know, it complicates things. Of course. So it's uh, it's two not great situations, and then you're dealing with the ramifications. I'm just saying of, they need to update the movie, yes, okay. and make it like a hundred million dollars in like a hundred million yeah. dollars. Well, in 1990 terms, today it's a hundred million versus a million. I mean, for a hundred million dollars, <laughs> you better guarantee like eight orgasms. I'm just saying and it's got to be life changing. Not a hundred million. You know, yeah, that's whatever a the fucking numbers, lot of money. Whatever, ten million dollars. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm just saying like 
I want to see or just that buy in a scratch off dollars. <laughs> Played the Powerball though, by the way. Yeah, and did I we won, win? I won twelve dollars. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. but I, I reinvested. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one point um, seven billion dollars. Can you imagine? Mm-mm. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I hope a lot of people win. Not one. Mm-hmm. One person. No, no, that's not gonna be a one person. Yeah, most of them are. Oh, it's fucking crazy. Well, it's gonna ruin. It usually ruins people's lives. Yeah, There's most like, people are bankrupt within. Whatever. How many years after winning lottery? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, so we'll get into the nitty gritty next episode. Yeah. And in the meantime, I don't know if you haven't re- if you are a love language person who has done it, maybe revisit it. Um, and also, the date night questions is kind of amazing. I way have to better say. than. I right, don't okay. say that. It's not a competition. <laughs> Jesus. You're like one of those um, like youth coaches who's like, like a youth um, parent on a you know uh, who's on the field who's like my kid's the best oh, and they're that. gonna that, I'll kill myself. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't exactly. want to be one of those parents. Nope. So um, anyway, but it is pretty great. Uh, and yeah, so we will be back next week. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye. Bye.